started. Let's see what that are we up to. Kuf And we turn to the top of the page. He said, why it is that we don't allow Mion for a girl who's a Harashas, but we do allow Mion for a girl who is a Katana under the age of, of 12. It says the Gemara on the top of Kuf Yud Gimel top line. And what's the difference between a katana and minor who gets married to a kayin? She's allowed to eat chuma. She's not allowed to eat chuma when she gets married to a kayin. The Tanan is we learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yechon ben Gudgada. Here Rabbi Yechon ben Gudgada al Harasha Shazia via. Rabbi Yechon ben Gudgada testified that a Harasha, a deaf mute, was married off by her father. She yitza beget that she goes out with a divorce document. Val katana bas Yisrael shenisus the kayin. And a not kayin minor who gets married to a kayin, that they can eat shuma. But the implication is that a deaf mute cannot eat shuma, and only a minor who's married up by her father can eat shuma. The concern is that maybe a deaf mute will end up feeding a deaf mute. In other words, a uh, a deaf mute man will feed a deaf mute woman. What's the concern, anyways? This is a case of a minor who's eating an avela. The halacha is that if you see a minor doing something forbidden and you're not their father, you're not obligated to stop them. The obligation of, of teaching them how to live their lives properly is only on the parents. The decree is that maybe a deaf mute will be married to a pikeach, a woman who's in full command of her mental faculties. And he can't feed her chuma. But a deaf mute can indeed still feed a pikeach. Rabbinic chuma. The decree was that maybe they would come to eat from Shuma Deraisa. And there was between a minor who has a ksuba, and there was between a deaf mute who does not have a ksuba. Because if so, then men would stay away and they wouldn't get married. Now, how do you know that a minor does get a ksuba? We learned in the Mishnah. Someone who does mean a secondary erva, you know, an erva only forbidden under rabbinic level. And an islandist, someone who is not capable of having children, they do not get exuba. But they do go out with a divorce document. If someone went out with a divorce document, or someone who is a katana and minor, they do have exuba. How do you know that charashas does not get exuba? Tanya, we learned in a raisa. A deaf mute and a shaita who marries pikeach. Even though the deaf mute was cured, a charash. And the shaita, the person who is mentally incompetent, becomes mentally competent. There is no no uh, concerns of exuba because when they start off the marriage, they didn't have to give exuba. So even if status changes later on, they're still not obligated to give exuba when they get divorced. What's the kaiman if they choose to remain married after they've now retained or regained or for the first time actually have come into their uh, mental competency? Then indeed they are obligated to give them exuba. Even if he writes for her 100 mana in the ksuba, still valid. He wanted to give her from his property. The reason why the ksuba is valid is because he wanted to give it to her. If he didn't want to, then indeed she wouldn't get it. Because if so, then people would refrain and would not get married to her if they think they're going to have to give her so much. And they're not going to get married in the first place, and we don't want that to happen. Then we should make an enactment that a deaf mute man gets married to be a woman. 
should also give her a ksuba. Because if not, then people will stay away and won't get married to her. More than the man wants to get married, the woman wants to get married. Right? A, a universal truth that was true then and is true now. There was a deaf mute who once lived in the same neighborhood as Rav Malkiyai. Anaspe Itza, and he marries into a woman, and he wrote to her in the Ksuba 400 Zuzimus Pah. Who's so wise is Rav If he wanted to get him a maidservant to service him, they bought one for him. How much more so over here with a wife when there's two benefits? It's a wife and someone to take care of him. You're not obligated to bring an Ashim Tali offering for an Ashim Tali as an offering when there's doubt as to whether or not you violated a transgression. So you don't, you're not obligated to bring one for a deaf mute wife. Come and we'll bring a proof to this. There are five people who don't take out Shuma. And if they do take out Shuma, the Shuma is invalid. And these are they. Or if someone takes chuma from produce that's not his. Or an idolater takes a chuma from a Jew's produce. Even the Jew gives him permission to do so. His chuma is still invalid. The vice is basically telling us the deaf mute has no, no mental capacity. And there's no doubt about it. Why? Because if there was, then we would have to treat the idea that he took up chuma as possible chuma at least. The chum of a deaf mute cannot be treated as unconsecrated produce. The validity is a matter of doubt. offering that is brought for a doubtful, doubtful transgression. Where it says, that case is only true when there's going to be two specific um, pieces of food in front of you. And we know for sure one of them is mutter, one of them is asr. You ate one of them. We're not sure which one you ate. So in that circumstance, then the halacha is that you have to bring an asham tali, an offering for a potential sin that might have been done. But in a situation where there's only one person in front of you, you're just not sure what their status is, that's different. Is that true though? And is it true that Rebbe holds that you need one piece from two separate pieces in order to be liable for an Ashim Tali? For a Kri, which is not sure if it's an animal that uh, you're allowed to eat its milk or not. If you ate it, you, if you drank the milk, then you're liable for Ashim Tali. And over there, it's only one thing. He agrees like Rebbe Lezer one thing and argues in it. The son of Ashi says the name of Shmuel. The wife of an a, 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 a the wife of a deaf mute. You're liable to bring an Ashim Tali offering for her because you're not sure if it's a marriage or not. There are five people don't take off Shuma. What's Rebelezer's reasoning? It is obvious to him that the mind of a deaf mute is weak. But there's a doubt whether his mind is clear enough. He loved that or not clear enough. And we say that this person, he always has some sort of a quasi-state where we're just not sure what that's considered. Or perhaps it's the opposite. It's obvious that his, his, his intellect is not up to the up to par, up to the task. And is also not so... Um, 
not such a clear, clear head in mind. And the reason over here why there's a doubt says, since there are times in his mind is fine, times he becomes a shaita, and we're not sure if at any given moment is he a shaita or not. To say whether he's allowed to take out his wife with the divorce document. If you say he always has exactly the same state, and we're just not clear what that state is, then whatever his state was when he got married, that's his state now. So the divorce would be valid because if the Kedushin state was not really valid, then great, they doesn't really need a divorce. And if the condition state was valid, then the Irishian the state, the divorce is also valid. But if you say sometimes he's normal, sometimes he's a shaita. But if you say that indeed it's a little bit of a status of sometimes he's this, sometimes he's that, then maybe the condition you have to assume that he's fully married. But how would you ever assume that he's going to get divorced? Take him. Indeed, the Gemara does not clarify uh, you know, conclusively what the answer is to this question. becomes a shaita. Amr of Yitzchak, Dvar Teira Shaita Miskarashas. The halacha is that a female Shaita can get divorced. Midi Dahavi Apikachas Bal Karchas. It's like a regular normal woman who gets divorced against her will. Now, what's different about this woman? Matam Amma Inamigrashas. So, why do they say don't, you're not allowed to do this? They go by Anik Hafter. Because you don't want people to treat her in a promiscuous way because she can't really take advantage. She can't really take care of herself properly. What's the case? If it's a case where she knows how to watch over her divorce and she knows how to watch over herself. You know how give him anything after who's going to act freely with her. I have to say she doesn't know how to take care of herself, she doesn't know how to watch over her divorce document. But if so, then how could you say that at a total level she can get divorced? And he puts it in her hand. Only someone who's capable of accepting her divorce who has some level of hand. This woman does not even consider to have a hand, she doesn't have the capability to accept the divorce. The only way that you can get divorced from someone is if she has the mental capacity to realize that you leave, you don't come back. So this when you got divorced, she would come back, she wouldn't understand. The case was where she knows how to take care of her divorce document. Then he had asked the Shmats, which doesn't know how to take care of herself. According to the word of the Torah, female Shaita can get divorced. She knows how to take care of the divorce document. And the rabbi said, Don't get divorced because then people will act in a free way. Therefore, you're not allowed to. Because about her, we talk. She comes to Shaita, you can't get divorced. And about him, it says he can't divorce her at all. What's the difference over here that it said forever? And over here it didn't teach forever. So we see that one is going question was the man he knew what the status was and the woman he was in doubt about. Maybe he knew for sure about the woman and he wasn't sure about the man. From the fact that he says you can't compare a man who gets divorced to a woman who accepts the divorce, the woman who gets divorced whether she likes it or not. So clearly he was asking over here what the status of the man. Where says, actually, on the contrary, just like this one is just like that. We see over here that he's asking about the woman. 
according to their words. According to my opinion, man can get divorced. But according to you, what's the between a man and a woman? They said to him, can't compare a man getting divorced when we get divorced. I can understand that if a man would say to witnesses, come look at this divorce that I'm about to give. And he says to her, and he says to the woman, take this um, document of attesting to a, a debt and not divorce. The reason why it's still a good divorce. says, you don't require the woman's consent at all. So it's over here, you don't require her consent. Whereas the Pshita, there should be an obvious inference. Now they take what man I thought to say. When he says, take this divorce, take this um, loan document for yourself, he is invalidating the divorce document. That's not true. If he wanted to cancel it, he would have just said to the Edom, witnesses, I'm canceling the divorce. Since he didn't say it, the assumption is he did not mean to invalidate it. Why did he say take this loan document instead of saying it's a divorce document? He was embarrassed, so he said take it's a loan document and not a divorce. He lost the keys of, of the to the show. In public domain, go bring some boys and girls there, let them start playing. Because if they find the keys, they'll bring them back. So clearly, you must hold that Bezdin is also not required to stop a minor from eating something that is trafe. Okay. So what we see from here is that Katan Echelnvelas Bez is not obligated to stop them, even though they're doing something forbidden. Once again, prohibition is for the parents to stop their children from doing the wrong thing, but not for anybody else when they're under the age of 12 or 13. They may say, they come, maybe bring a proof to this. A person cannot say to a child, go get me a key, go get me a seal. Let him pick it up and throw it. That he can allow him to do. There's nothing wrong with that. The difference is one is that he's telling him directly, one is that he's just watching him do it. He doesn't have to stop. I'm going to buy a tailor shvat to shein If the only time you're allowed to actually pick a, pick cut from something from the ground is when you're talking about a case where you're cutting from a pot that does not have an opening in the bottom, or throwing something in a rabbinic caramelis. But every but if it would be a derisive prohibition, then indeed there would be a little bit more problematic. And some people would say that indeed you do need to stop the child, even in that case, even if you are not the father or the mother, you still would be obligated to stop as well. Okay, take care, guys. Be well. Good night.